Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. interview is with Vladivan Kola. He is a filmmaker who is here to talk with me today about his new film, Disappearance, that premiered, international premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival. It is a gorgeous uh, film. This uh, cinematography is stunning. It is beautiful to look at. It is an engaging story. It'll draw you in. I hope you get a chance to see it, but more importantly right now, I hope you are going to listen to the interview as we talk about not only the film, but about so much more seems to be the case. And one of the things that really seems to come up here is, is death, death and dying. And, and for Bhattavan, it's about death being an inspiration. And uh, this is a film that, that's it's deeply relational. It's, it's about mother and daughter relationships. It's about being, uh, it's, it's about parenting. It's about how we deal with loss. It's about how we deal with the, um, what seem to be such ordinary things on a day-to-day basis, but Bhattavan has turned that into a real exploration and a celebration of of, uh, of the wonder and the mystery that we are pretty much all uh, surrounded by on a daily basis. The film is Disappearance. The interview is coming right up. Right up. Don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my writing and speaking. You can also find more interviews, especially more interviews, uh, uh, focusing on the Toronto Film Festival this year on face-to-face-live.ca. And don't forget rabble.ca as well for more interviews there about issues that matter. Coming right up, Badovan Kola speaking about his new film, Disappearance. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by another very special guest here at the Toronto International Film Festival uh, here in Toronto, oddly enough, uh, to talk about his new film, Disappearance, Bhattavan Kola, is here with me today uh, to chat, to go a little deeper. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for your invitation. So uh, why, don't we, why don't we start at the beginning? Tell, tell us a little bit about the, the, the title of the film, Disappearance. I mean, it, can, it probably has more than one meaning, it seems to me. Disappearance. I, was, I developed uh, the script 
with Jolijn Laarman together. And we were talking about um, ways you can be in a group together and uh, step out of that group. Mm. We felt like people sitting on, at a table, you're part of a conversation and you, you step back a little bit and slowly the group closes where you left a little gap, you leave the group. And we find that a special feeling, disappear from a group and they uh, don't notice that you're disappearing. You're slowly stepping back, back further and further and look at that group of people. That was an inspiration we, uh, we used for this film. So do you mean like uh, how, is it similar to how you can be at a party that's boisterous and relation, seemingly relational and in, intimate and feel alone? Is that kind of what you mean? No, it's or... more positive in a way. Oh, okay. You know, the film uh, deals with uh, a departure of a person, death, dying. Mm. And uh, let's say 20 years ago in the Netherlands, where I'm from, we didn't speak a lot about mm, it. So right, right. funerals were boring. It's, it's a right. Protestant, uh, Calvinist. Sure, way it's Calvin. Of, we don't celebrate. It's Calvin, the bastard. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, but that changed lately. And more, of more, more and more of my friends have kind of celebrations when That's right. uh, yeah. they're saying goodbye to a loved one. How with white wine and food and yeah, music, bands sure. come to play. People sing live songs. That's it's, right. Yeah. It's getting more and more beautiful. Yeah, photos and, and stories. And, yeah, yeah. Whole slideshows with That's music. Right. And, and uh, I was talking to my friend, the writer. We said, "Well, that's a bit too much for me. <laughs> I, I'd rather just disappear." And uh, mm. I always tell mm. my kids and my wife uh, when I'm out in, for example, Donegal, Ireland. Ireland. I don't know if you know that place. That's rough cliffs it's beautiful nature and i almost felt if i fall down here just let me be there i'd love to be eaten by the birds that's what mm. that's my hmm. Hmm. but um so we were thinking about that old traditional way of eskimos or in japan they have uh, yes uh, ways of uh, saying goodbye to the group when they're old when right. they feel useless right. to right. the, the the sure. Tribe, sure. They yeah. just go. They just go, which is they fill their moments. Clearly, the end yeah. of the clearly the end of the film. And and yeah, that's uh, gorgeous. By the way, congratulations and welcome to Toronto. And what a beautiful, gorgeous film. I mean, stu really? stunning. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah, uh, stunning and so so thoughtful, so engaging. And uh, and it's a film about the senses for me. Yeah, it's yeah. a film about the stuff that we don't see. You know, which is really ironic to me that it's, you know, you called it disappearance because for me, it's almost like it's appearance. This is uh -huh. about, this is about everything that does matter. This is about everything that we should be talking about, that we should be noticing, you know, um, the, the, the ice, the icicles, the sounds just so, so remarkable. Was there a, I mean, how, how conscious for you, and I always love that asking this question of directors and writers, mm -hmm. the intentionality of the, the the nuances of the story and how it played out with um, it's it's brother and sister right in the film mm -hmm. yeah how, how conscious to some of that that um, kind of uh, you know the, the the dynamic between the here and the now and the and the hereafter I guess you could almost say does that make sense not really yet. what what do you ask so so you've got this sensuous it's such a sensuous film yeah. It's so the the cinematography, the lighting. It's just it's it's gorgeous to look at. It's about to me. It was about 
what I can touch and taste and so on. But yeah. really, it's like you just said, this is a film about death. Also, in, yeah. In also, nice. <coughs> Maybe the question is, what is the film really about in a sense? And it's really sometimes pretty hard to say, isn't it? To me, death is always an inspiration. So it's not a bad mm. death, but it's nice. more... Um, I just... Last week, I heard my father has cancer, which mm. is probably not... Uh, he's 85. Oh, sorry, and sorry he, to hear that. He's, this news was about to come. And suddenly, because of that news, I realized how much I love him. And I call him and I tell him something. Right. What, what he taught me. So this telephone call you make after a message like that, you're, you're much more aware of your words. You're aware of every minute you talk to your father when you know that it is his last period or his last month. And that's, I think it's a mirror to us. Hmm. So I know if I realize that life has an end, um, this conversation with you is, I'm more aware. It's, it's limited. We have a, yeah. only a certain amount of time together. Yeah. It, if we look at infinity, we are here very short. Yeah, sure. It's sure. like a flesh. It's so, and that, I think if we realize that, life becomes so beautifully intense mm. and inspiring and such beautiful press presence. Presence, yeah, sure. So that's so But we don't we don't I mean we don't really live that way though, do we? I mean no. I, I, I like to think I'm present and I'm aware and I'm most of the time I'm not. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh gee, I got another, I got another interview at three thirty. Can we can we pick this up? You know? Can yeah. we, you know, can we speed this conversation? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a real for me, it's a real problem to yeah. to live to be here and now present. Exactly. Well, I'm exactly the same. Mm. So that's why within my stories I I put the characters under pressure. That's what you do as a writer. You say, Okay, I like the so there's a modern daughter relationship. The film is a lot about relationships. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, mother-daughter relationship are endlessly interesting because mm. every mm. little detail is uh, has a, a strong meaning. Right. They, the way they say it's one word could change the complete relationship. Yes, uh, yes. So that's also... And um, this mother and daughter, they don't get along very well. Every, every now and then the daughter visits her mom and uh, most of the time they... It's cold. It's very, it's very cold. It's, it's very, cold. Yeah. it's very mathematical. It's very precise. Yep. It's very precise. And especially the daughter misses the warmth of her mom. Yes. Yes. And, uh, the mother, through her childhood, never learned to be a really good mother. So it, it there has never been a moment to repair this. And that's one of the things uh, the film is about. And then under pressure of the end of life, suddenly they know how to to fix it or find uh, a way to say I love you or something like that. So, so in that sense, uh, the death is an uh, inspiration. I love, I love the line that death is an inspiration, uh -huh. right? It's something almost to be celebrated to, to, to our earlier sort of comment on how, how we used to think about funerals and how sometimes in the West now we're thinking about them in more of a, yeah, more of an intimate relational way, I suppose, yeah. you know? Uh, not something that we well we we light candles to celebrate instead of to 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 uh, go into some sort of deep dark melancholic space. You yeah. know? it's lovely. Um, is in the in the film is 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 Ruth, isn't it? Is her name Rose? Is it Rose? Yeah. Thank you. So she's she's a photographer, which is great. Oh, lovely that she's out she's out capturing the moments that you're talking about those yeah. those those sensuous moments in life. 
that clearly her mom doesn't seem to be able to notice, uh -huh. which is really kind of also interesting to me. Uh, and did she, do you think at some time she did notice them as a mom or because of her precision with respect to her piano playing and her, you know, her being this concert pianist and so on, she's never, she's always been that way. Or was there a, a moment in time? Because I wondered in the film and the story if there was like a serious, you know, a breakup, a moment. Some, something happened that went really sideways. Sorry, that, that the mother changed? In well, that, yeah, that mom changed somewhere along the way. That, that, so here's the daughter looking for, mm -hmm. looking for this acceptance, looking to be included. You know, that scene by the fence. Uh, well, you know, you could say it sometime. You could, of yeah. course, I'm your mom. I, of course I love you. But the daughter says, well, you could say it once in a while. Yeah. And, and don't we all kind of feel that a little bit? So I wonder if it was just the way she was raised or there was this, some, some kind of split, some kind of experience that... I think they needed uh, the argument to really get to a certain level to, right. to, to, to feel that it's... Um, uh, if she does... Uh, the mother keeps uh, all the time uh, the argument. If the daughter says... Uh, thinks that her mother doesn't love her. She says, "I do." Yes, of course I do. She, yeah, of course I do. I'm your mother. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. But yeah. probably the daughter's looking for something different, another attention, or she doesn't look at me. Look really. Yes. A bit yes. close. Yes. Look at who I look am. Look close. Yeah. Look, look closer. Take, which is, look at my photograph yeah. and not just like that. Oh, beautiful. No. Yes. No, just have a look. Really oh, look. That yeah. scene in the kitchen, right out of the gate at the beginning of the film, about. You just get the sense that mom doesn't even know what her daughter does yeah. or care. The strange thing is the mother probably has a box of every photograph that has ever been published, but probably like in a library. So she doesn't look with her heart, but she has it all. I'm a mm. good mother. Every picture my uh, daughter ever made and has been published is in the box. Pres preserved. <laughs> it's preserved, yeah. That's Did you say? But there is a big pressure on mothers, I think. That's yes. strange. We could. It's also interesting. I just want to... A mother is supposed to be perfect. Mm. There's much more pressure on that than on fathers, I think. Mm. Oh, I so think, that, I think that's get, true. Yeah, we can really screw up as fathers. If we're not there for two years and come back, our children run to us and say, ah, daddy's home, you know? But if a mother disappears one day, where's my mom? Yes. She should, she's yes. supposed to be yes. When's mom getting home? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's supposed to be warm. She knows everything. That's she knows right. your body better yeah. than you do yeah. yourself. She knows what's you know, for lunch tomorrow. Be kind of sacred. It's, it's crazy. true. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. this mother in the film had a huge talent. She, she had a talent to, be, uh, to play the piano in a way that a whole concert hall was filled with emotions. And, and she, so that talent had been used. And she was trained and taken out of uh, of the family environment, uh, raised uh, in Tokyo, Moscow by the best uh, trained. Yes. Played the piano six hours a day, and um, lost a bit of contact with her motherhood or that that part of life. How, how does somebody who's so precise, Amazing. so mechanical, how did the, how does that? Is it the music? Or is it the expression of, of the music that allows others to connect with it? Like you say, that, you know, I bringing think, out this emotion. Uh, yeah, it's, but I don't know if it, I meet some artists, the mm -hmm. best filmmakers, mm -hmm. painters, poets, and musicians, meet them. They're not necessarily the 
the best uh, social uh, equipped. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I met a couple this week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> film directors. <laughs> That'd be really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but they make films. My God, they touch yeah. you so deep. I know. It's so interesting. I have the feeling that we, as artists, sometimes make a sacrifice there. Mm. I know that my daughter, sometimes, if I asked her when she was a bit younger, is it okay? Am I, am I okay, dad? She said. I think you're away too often. Yeah, mm. we are not there. That's hard. Yeah. So I think we, yeah, if you have a huge talent and you feel called to do something, right? With sure. It, yeah. Yeah. Make you sacrifice some of your friendships, family, yes. Yes. Uh, social life. What yeah. What does a bear pooing sound like? Sorry, what? What Sorry. does a bear, the translation in the film, <laughs> I, recorded, I recorded a bear pooing. On it's beautiful. Eyes. I love it. No, it's just so There's lovely. a young guy. He makes special recordings. He makes special recordings. He's 13 years old and he puts microphones. He, he makes special microphones and he drills a hole in, in the ice and it's let it. so beautiful, man. And he's recording. There's an artist in Norway, a sound artist. Hmm. Jana Winder is her name. And she records... For example, the sound of a glacier. She climbs glaciers on Greenland, uh, puts little microphones on places where are no other sounds. Mm. She tra travels there just by herself, goes back three days later, and then starts to record the sound of a right. glacier. Because it looks like it's not moving, but the right. glacier is moving. Sounds cracks all creeps, the time. Yeah. He cracks, and it's alive. It's, it's alive, yeah. And she goes down meters deep in the sea and. Uh, uh, records the sound of little squirrels. Uh, right, right. And we used uh, elements of mm. uh, uh, recordings, rare, strange, beautiful recordings. And also her whole equipment as an inspiration for the young boy to record the sounds from nature. But when he says, I recorded, uh, I put a little microphone in the eyes and record, recorded the sound of a bear pooing, he's. Uh, Making fun with this system. Right, yes. Yeah. But I think the idea that even somebody that young could say that maybe there is a sound there that's interesting. Yeah. Right? That to me it was that paying, you know, for me the the what I took from that was we, we do need to know what that sounds like. <laughs> we need to pay we need to pay attention. Uh, right? Yes. I mean, isn't isn't that the film? It's so very it's, much the film. Yeah. This I is, hope I hope need so. to be yeah. 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 I yeah, I do meet people who come out of the film and say Thanks for letting me know, le remembering me that it's, uh, it's this minute is precious, today is precious, uh, the relationship with my friends is precious, and I'm, I'm going to enjoy this day much more for the following days. That's, that's what I hope it does. Do you think, you know, you're, you're an artist, you're a filmmaker, a uh, writer, is it really possible to do that? Is it really possible to always be present? to notice no because no, no. you're running from a to b you got you're going to get gas and then you got to get to the bank and then you got to get to work by 905 a.m yeah you know it's it's because it's a form of prayer almost it's like meditation yeah you know to to be able to to, yeah. to, to note i do i do a bit of yoga from time to time i'm the worst at yoga <laughs> <laughs> i get in 45 seconds and i'm thinking about something else yeah. and then i have to center myself again yeah. And I was, told, I was told by my teacher that, that, that uh, a Buddhist monk who's been doing this all their lives are still going to be struggling with that. Absolutely. You know? That's what I yeah. know about. Why? Yeah. Why? Why so hard? <laughs> yeah, why, why, so <laughs> why so hard? <laughs> yeah. 
we'll figure out in our own ways probably uh, yeah yeah well no for sure we all sort of come to terms with that but I, I i look at my wife elizabeth and i see how how easier it is for her to do it and i'll be with i'll be with my kids yeah. you know speaking of mothers being perfect and so on i'll be with my kids and i'll bring up a question or i'll make a comment and she'll say and she'll look she'll kind of look at me and she'll go focus yeah <laughs> just like a little reminder that you know what you can deal you can deal with that later but right now maybe you should be playing chess with your son yeah you know yeah so uh, so challenging so so difficult yeah um how, how much of what you do uh, as a filmmaker is um autobiography your own story um I never call it autobiographies, but all of it is inspired by my own life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, 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 would you say um, colored by your own life, or very much um, informing uh, the writing as well? Like, oh, if something happened to you, you build a story based on that. Or, I but, guess, yeah. Some I would imagine some people use writing as a form of almost therapy in a way, right? Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't call it that sense because then uh, I would do it to repair myself or to mm. uh, a, te a therapy I would do uh, if I have an issue and uh, I can't do it. But I do this out of pure um, joy or it's just the thing I love most. I find I like telling stories. Or, mm. Mm. I think that's maybe if there is a theory in which I work, I see life as a random thing random uh, collection of happenings of which we make up a story after it happened. So it's not that I choose to be like this. Um, uh, it's the things are the way they are and they occur. And um, so the meaning comes out of it. The fact, the story you make, yep. that is the meaning you get. That it. That's it. And so storytelling, story making, filmmaking, writing, novels, all it's, it's a way of human beings that we've been using uh, decades to communicate and to think about or to change stuff. It's the story we, stories we make that uh, help us to have the feeling we're a bit in control, mm. but we're absolutely not. So, so that's not a therapy, it's a necessity or it's just a way of life, maybe for me. So, uh, so, so you're, we don't have time to get into uh, freedom versus determinism, but it sounds like that's kind of a question. Speaking of Calvin, Calvin just comes up again, just yeah. comes, up, comes up everywhere. I love the scene in the film, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, there's so many scenes I love in the film, but near the end, how, how um, her brother has taken the three heartbeats and, and, and mixed them into one. I mean, what a delightful little bit of business and uh, from a storytelling perspective, what a great, lovely, authentic reminder of what it means to be human. The authentic, you know? we all build on. Mm. Everything mm. I made is, I could call it original. Wow, right. I'm right. the artist. But this, right. Right. this origins from uh, North America, from the Indians. I, w I visited Pine Ridge Indian Reservation once. And there was a young uh, Native American, Tukala Black Elk. He's, uh, he's an actor now. He's in The mm. Revenant, uh, having a robe. He took me to the Black Hills. And the Oglala Sioux are supposed to take care of the Black Hills, protect them. And within those hills, I was once, and I was walking on a frozen lake, and I heard the sound gugging, gugging. And it was there every half minute, a deep beat. And I thought, 
coming from Holland where I heard a lot of ice cracking. And it was the ice cracking. Mm. But then I met a young Indian woman and she was crying. Mm. I said, what, why are you crying? And she said, I heard the heartbeat. Mm. What heartbeat? I said, that's the cracking ice. No, man, that's the heartbeat, she said. And there's an old Indian story that every now and then special people can hear the heart beating. And the Black Hills, if you look from above, have the shape of a human heart mm. with a left chamber a bit bigger. And they have the story uh, that the world originates in this in these mountains. And Tokala Blackout told me that every human being has a, a song inside with a kind of rhythm. And if you nice. bring all those rhythms together, you get the rhythm of the Black Hills. That's where it comes from. So. Yeah, it's beautiful. So it's sadly we're going to have to uh, wrap wrap up the interview. There's so much, so so many other things we we could talk about. Uh, uh, and, 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 you know, it's interesting, you said death, death is an inspiration, and I, I 100% agree with you, but I think, for me, what disappearance is about is, is really not about disappearing at all, and about how life, how life is the inspiration. You know, I, I'm going to go find out what a, what a bear pooing sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. It's, it's on, I will send you a sample. Uh, thank yeah. you so much for your time today, talking with Vodavan Kola, uh, here to uh, about his new film, Disappearance at the Toronto International Film Festival. Thanks for your time today. Thanks really for your questions. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.